Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you it is the final word daily. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon after the second day of the Nottingham Test match between England and India. Jeff, tell us all about it, please, in 30 seconds. Well, one second for each over. We got 33 overs in today with rain and bad light around. Still enough time for the momentum to shift. England were getting really worried when India's opening partnership got to 97. They were burning reviews left, right and centre. And then the wickets started to tumble. Rohit Sharma hooking to fine leg. How many times have we seen it? Anderson gets on a roll. Pajara and Kohli gone quickly. Rahane runs himself out and suddenly it's four for 125. Rishabh and King legend Rahul batting really nicely will need to rebuild tomorrow. Nicely summed up. So 58 runs in arrears, India 125 for four when the, the, the latest of about six rain delays uh, got them in the end. <laughs> You're right, England, it was drifting, wasn't it? At, at one stage, 97 without loss, nearing lunch. You're thinking, well, 100 for none at lunch. This is going to be a monster day for India, obviously notwithstanding the bad weather that was around. But they barely deploy the short ball then Robinson bowls one, mm-hmm. a delivery before Rohit Sharma's nearly running himself out, and he pops it straight down Sam Curran's throat. I mean, it's, it's bad game management, I suppose, after doing such such a lot of good work alongside KL Rahul and, and laying that foundation. That, that's what gave England the sniff, and they take four for 15 either side of lunch, a thrilling passage of play that included two and two balls from James Anderson, Coley a golden duck, mm. and, and it was kind of all happening. It, it's a real shame the rain and bad light intervened when it did because it was set up beautifully. Well, it, it was set up to be, it, it could have been one of those great Rishabh Punt counter-attacking moments or he might have yeah, he might yeah. have got himself out. But Rohit Sharma, we saw him do this at least twice off the top of my head, maybe three times in the Australian series, the four tests they played there, where he'd be out there building a good opening partnership with Shubman Gill, maybe move to a half century, uh, maybe be 30 or 40, and then play the hook shot airborne to exactly the same spot on the ground. It's, it's almost a compulsion rather than a decision and it, it seems like the number of times you know, when you've made the same mistake that many times um, something is is going on that you need to address as a player like surely you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and then after lunch once that happens well James Anderson's a different bowler isn't he I mean before lunch 
and really last night too, he, he did not make them play enough. And mm. for a bowler that put so much work into what he did between the New Zealand series and now, um, all that extra training that we were talking about on the weekly show a couple of uh, weeks ago, yep. uh, the, the, the work he did at county level, the seven-wicket bag up there at Old Trafford, and you just kind of got the feeling that he would have gone to bed last night pretty annoyed with himself. And it started much the same today. But after lunch, different bowler, back to his best. That ball to Pajara was a beauty. He had to play at it. Little feather through uh, to Butler, who did well low. And the next ball to Coley is the, the quintessential James Anderson wicket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all about like that little bit of in-swing that makes Coley start to come forward to it and think he has to play. He knows that Coley, especially even in his first four or five balls, tends to go a little bit harder at the ball than he will later in an innings. But the in-swing means that he has to come forward to play and he just pushes at it a bit too hard and it seems away a little bit and maybe he followed it just a touch, but just enough um, and through it went. Yeah, and to think that, I mean, that Anderson-Coley duel uh, in the, the last two series in this country where the teams have played, 2014, Anderson all over him. Mm-hmm. And in some respects, he was as well in 2018. It's just the fact that Coley had the presence of mind and the discipline to never really go after Anderson, um, and thus he never got out to him. The two mm-hmm. uh, were the best two players on either side through the series, really, um, in a, 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 an occasion where England won 4-1, but, but Coley was the, the dominant player in terms of uh, batting at least uh, between the two teams. So coming here, they go at it for a third time. And yeah, first ball, I mean, it was absolutely firing up at, at Trent Bridge. The, the noise was outstanding. Mm. And, and I do wonder, I remember in that uh, second series where Coley made all the runs, I remember him being dropped very early on in his first, the first time he got 100 against Anderson, he was put down in the cordon early and you, you wonder That's whether right. things yeah. might have been different had that uh, had that been different. Uh, the catch was held today. Uh, another catch wasn't held. Dom Sibley put another one down that England Corden has all kinds of problems. I, I saw a stat that Sibley's something like he's held nine and dropped seven in his time in the Corden. Um, you know that's Yuck. that's a that's a team that's got all sorts of issues um, going around. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. That there's a funny thing with Coley that there's a certain subset of Indian cricket supporters, I suppose you could call them, who bloody hate him like they will have any opportunity to have a go at him you, you see them in the comments on our videos sometimes and you know i'm sure that there's obviously a huge amount of, of support and and love but there's also you know a pretty decent contingent of people who who will take any chance to run the guy down despite all of the th- things that he's achieved so I, i'm sure he'll be getting a serve after getting a golden duck as though no player's ever done that before yeah and i'm sure he'll bounce back probably the player that requires the most criticism though is the jinka rahana he had a bloody death wish out mm. there he nearly got run out um, a couple of balls before I think it was and then um, I, I, it was a calamitous run out because what was he thinking I mean it's not even really his call to begin with mm. pushed into the offside galloping down the track there's never a single there at the best of times let alone uh, to Johnny Bairstow hearing in from uh, just behind point uh, the direct hit was was on from the moment that Bairstow picked it up cleanly mm-hmm. had time to set and throw uh, and that's the fourth wicket to fall in the space of about eight overs and really put the cherry on top or oh, the cherry on top would have been uh, the catch by Sibley yep. but nevertheless it, it meant that Rahane, who was a an image of cool and calm in Australia earlier in the year, um, starts a series with a with a disappointing dismissal. Yeah, it's a weird one. That stat that was being noted, where he'd got through a couple of hundred innings previously in his career without ever being involved yes. in a run out, and then he's been involved in four in his last thirty odd hits. He's like a. It's even better than that. I think. I think it's he didn't. He he had the, the longest run in the history of Test cricket mm. without being run out for anybody at the start of a career, and I think it's now four in twenty one Tests. I mean, it's it's a mm. it's a remarkable series of uh, stats. A series of numbers, rather, to look at that Andrew Sampson compiled. Because, I mean, as I say, like this is one cool customer. Mm. We've seen that at home 
ran away over a long period of time. It it seems so out of step with his with his personality and ease it's, at the crease. It's just midlife crisis batting. You know, he's like a guy who's never had a speeding ticket and then at about 48, he suddenly <laughs> bought his first red sports car and can't help putting the foot down. Like, he just wants to hair off for a T20 single um, every, every time somebody knocks the ball off the cut strip. So, uh, probably needs to sort that one out. Maybe it was just a bit too pumped up, a bit too adrenaline fueled. Um, first innings, first test. They've been waiting a long time to get out there and I think you, you probably can forgive a few mistakes um, on both sides. I think my player of the day is Ollie Robinson. He was comfortably the pick of the bowlers before lunch and you know, creating that error uh, just before that interval which got things going. Um, gee, he's asked the best questions, put it that way. Moving the ball back off the seam from that height and you know what? Mm. He's up in the mid-80s in terms of miles per hour now which... I don't think a year ago when we thought of Ollie Robinson. Hmm. Yeah, granted, at county level, you don't have the speed gun, but I think we kind of thought he might be a, a 78 to 81 kind of guy. When actually, he, he might be a mid-80s guy who also is tall. And look, hmm. that terrible news that came through today that Jofra Archer won't play at all for the rest of 2021, which captures this series, uh, the T20 World Cup, and the Ashes series in Australia. So he's going to have a whole year of cricket wiped out. They need a, a solution for much of that cricket, this series, and then I suppose the, the Test series in Australia. And, mm. and sure, Robinson isn't Jofra Archer, but uh, he, he's playing a very important role and has a lot of good tricks. It it really hurts that news, doesn't it? Like, I'm, I'm sure he's gutted uh, for everybody who loves the game. As soon as we saw what he could do in the 2019 Ashes in Test cricket, all of our thoughts immediately went to what could this guy look like bowling uh, in Perth? What might he look like bowling in yeah. Brisbane? This this could be the thing that makes an England tour down under absolutely must watch viewing. Um, there are there's a there's a bevy of other fast bowlers coming through in England who you know hopefully some of them will will be fit and some of that spectacle will still be there. But yeah, it's desperately sad that we'll have to wait another four years before we can even have the chance of of maybe you know Jofra being fit and ready to to come down. Under. Unless they delay the Ashes by a year, I saw the Rugby League True. World Cup's been postponed. I'm not saying that Archer's, uh, <laughs> Archer's omission should be the catalyst for it, but I did see uh, further advice from the Australian government overnight. It's getting harder and harder to get into that country and indeed getting out of that country, so mm. uh, it might provide pause for thought. Anyway, uh, Jeff, we're going to take a break. We're going to learn about um, cricket bats for about 12 and a half seconds, uh, and then we'll be back uh, with our final word Hall of Fame. Woodstock Cricket, home of the finest handmade cricket bats and soft goods. Visit either our showroom or workshop and experience the magic for yourselves. For bookings, contact info at woodstockcricket.co.uk. Final word daily, Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon. Hall of Fame nominations. Mm-hmm. You could see, Jeff, that the Indian players didn't mind at all getting off the park as soon as there was a drop of rain. And to do that, you need to show... Uh, technique. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about Rishabh Pant, even though it was only drizzling at the stage that they pulled him off, I think, a third time, <laughs> he, tupped, he tucked his bat underneath his jumper uh, to give the impression <laughs> that the rain was a lot heavier than it actually was there at the ground at Nottingham. I, I appreciated that. I've never seen a player protect the bat before. Like, I don't know if this is a thing that gets done, <laughs> but I've never seen a player so so precious about their bat that they couldn't get a drop of water on it. Um, it, it was hysterical. The only thing I could think, like, the image I had was just that he was trying to, to shoplift a really expensive bat from a sports store and you know, he thought this was going to be a really subtle way of getting it out past the, uh, the scanners at the front. But, yeah, Rishab, I think he got rumbled on that one. Uh, I think my Hall of Fame is that Jimmy Anderson hasn't finished his over yet. He'd be my player of the day, of uh, by the way, but he 
he's he's bowled an over. It it will have taken four attempts because he bowled one delivery, had a rain delay, came back, bowled one more delivery, had a rain delay, came back, bowled two more deliveries, had a rain delay, and has to come back tomorrow to finish the over, maybe on the fourth attempt. He's got two balls left. There might be time for another rain delay between balls five and six. Well, funny you say that. The weather forecast is not good for tomorrow. In fact, it could, I mean, I don't want to say it, but whisper it. It could be the kind of day that gets rained uh. off entirely. Now, if that were to be the case, James Anderson could have four attempts mm-hmm. across three days to complete that oh, over. Yeah. And then that would be one uh, for the statisticians to mm. work out whether that's ever happened in test cricket before. The kind of stuff we love here uh, on The Final Word. We also love all the great feedback we had uh, on the show last night, bringing back the dailies as we are uh, for the duration of this series. So thanks for your comments on YouTube below. That's really kind of you. Uh, we're looking forward to making this series throughout. Uh, thanks to our team, uh, both in London and Melbourne, for putting it on as well. Uh, Jeff, thank you to you for staying up to, to some ungodly hour um, in Australia to record this too. Uh, that'll be it for us mm. tonight. Final word daily. Adam and Jeff, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Hopefully, without any rain. Later. So you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out and 